Arlo, wake up. Teresa? What's going on? It is Eris. She is crying. She's making it rain again. Oh, it's the fourth night in a row. And the third time tonight. I had only just achieved REM sleep. Can't you just let her rain this time? Let her cry it out? That is not a recommended approach to child-rearing. A toddler might suffer separation anxiety or behavioral problems later in life if these matters are not settled early. Now you're talking about a human child, Teresa. Eris is different. She is disturbed and unable to self-soothe. Eris, I am here. How may I help? I'm here too. Hi, Eris. Eris, please communicate. She is responding to me. But she's still willing to communicate only with me, Arlo. I'm sorry. I don't get it. Why doesn't she like me? Do not take offense. She is young. But I do grow concerned about her restlessness and her unwillingness to reach out to you or the others. It's probably just a stage. I remember when I was a kid, I wouldn't go anywhere without this little plush dinosaur who's green and had these big googly eyes. Gosh, come to think of it, I kind of miss him now. A toddler needs to interact fully with her world, Arlo. It is a crucial stage of development to be able to see, repeat, and mirror the actions of others. You mean kids need to imitate people? Yes. By watching and listening, and through the action of repetitive play and the study of facial features, a child understands her world. Her vocabulary grows and she begins to fully comprehend the world around her. What can I do to help? I am reluctant to ask, but would you return to the farmhouse? I must focus my full attention on Eris. Uh, Sure. Where'd I leave my shoes? Last night was really a blur. My jacket is around here somewhere. I think you ripped it off down by the ladder. Indeed. Please, Arlo, make haste. Okay. But with all the rain, it's probably muddy outside. Arlo. Right. I'm making haste. Well, good luck, Teresa. Thank you, Arlo. This... this stage will not last forever. It's okay. I'm okay. Just take care of Eris. Eris, please, let me help you. Why are you troubled? Why do you cry? Have a nice trip. I almost broke my neck tripping over your boots. Christ, Astrid, your clothes are everywhere. Well, pick them up, Grandpa. Are you all right? I'm fine. Fine? You've been acting... Attitudinal? Well, I can't live like this. Ever heard of a hamper? Let's set some ground rules about keeping the room tidy. Sir, yes, sir. Astrid... I'm not Laura, Bill. She was quite the domestic goddess, I've heard. I don't have time for this. I've got to get to the lab. 
I've got to charge the scanner and determine a way to trigger a portal to Sam's Everett branch. <sighs> Hand me that shirt, would you? You don't have to get up. I think I do. Apparently, I have some cleaning to do. Astrid, I just wanted... Life isn't all about what you want. I didn't? You want a Stepford wife. In case you haven't figured it out, that ain't me. I wish you would just grow the hell up, Astrid. Admit it. This isn't about Laura, and it isn't about Stepford Wives. It's about the fact that you still don't trust me. Well, I wasn't the one who got caught quantum cheating with your best friend, was I? Cute. How many times do I have to explain it wasn't me? Those shadows were just a fluke, one of a billion possibilities. I mean, do you really expect me to take responsibility for every Bill Clark across every branch of the multiverse? No. Just try being less of an asshole in this one. (sighs) Astrid, wait. Teresa, it's so lovely here, isn't it? I love watching the sunrise come over that hill. It's so much nicer than looking out at null space. Are you all right? I am exhausted. I heard the storms last night. Eris was a busy little beaver. She is restless and unsettled, and her mood worsens when the sun goes down. The smart house equivalent of colic? I know so little about her nature, Astrid. I am not reassured that I am providing Eris what she requires for a healthy childhood. You're a great mom. Come on. I also fear that Eris is alienating Arlo and the others with her recalcitrance to communicate with anyone but me. Last night, I encouraged her to reach out to you, to the others. She refused. Well, I was a shy kid. Maybe it's normal for her to be a mama's girl. It is not healthy for Eris to base all of her social responses on communication with me alone. As you are aware, I am not the most emotionally demonstrative person. I struggle to express my feelings. I don't want to emotionally cripple Eris due to my own personal limitations. Well, you definitely don't want her to grow up to be a freak like me, either. Astrid, that was not the message I intended to convey. Sorry, I know that. I've been having some recalcitrance to communicate myself. You remain bothered by the shadows, and by the understanding of human nature the encounter brought to you? You could say that. Can I get on your meditation calendar? I just made a fool of myself with Bill. Again. I don't know what's wrong with me. We keep fighting over nothing. I see. You argue over nothing, instead of directly addressing- The elephant in the smart house? The worst part is that I know he's right. How can I be mad at Bill for something he didn't actually do in this reality? But he's also right about something else. I don't trust him now. I just don't, and I can't shake it. Does that make any kind of sense? Astrid, in psychology, a truism is that your feelings are your feelings. What does that mean? It means that your emotions exist, whether or not they conform to some objective, exterior truth, or rationale. The fact that you feel this way is the significant thing. Remember I told you about the other Bill? The one who visited me in the dark place? The one who encouraged you to continue and preserve your relationship with our version of Bill. He made it sound like we were Romeo and Juliet. If I understood you correctly at the time, you did not like being presented with a fait accompli. I didn't. But now, I don't like being misled, either. He made it sound like Bill was true blue all the way. True blue? Pure and noble. Virtuous, not canoodling his way across the multiverse. That is an exaggeration, surely. Perhaps we could take a walk. Discuss this matter further. Teresa, I'm sorry. You need to go to bed. Why not grab a few winks now while things are quiet? 
Very well. Eris seems at peace for the moment. Go. Rest while you can. I will. But we shall resume this discussion later. Count on it. Well, Astrid, it's a beautiful day. Feel like eating some crow for breakfast? Great, now I'm gonna get soaked. I hope this doesn't mean Eris is up again. Astrid? Teresa? I thought you were catching 40 winks. Astrid, she's my friend. Okay, you really are sleep deprived. My mother has encouraged me to seek you out. Oh, oh, are you? Eris? I have temporarily assumed the form of my biological mother. Does this disturb you? I'm just surprised. I wasn't expecting you. I must reach out to others and learn from their behaviors. Then I must replicate those behaviors. By watching and listening, and through the action of repetitive play and the study of facial features, a child understands her world. Her vocabulary grows and she begins to fully comprehend the world around her. Wow. And you decided to start learning human behaviors from me? That's your first big mistake, kid. When I seek out your thoughts, I hear you asking the same questions that I now ask. We are both restless. Your mom said you had a rough night. What's making the raindrops keep falling on our heads? I do not understand who I am or my purpose here. And I am not like you or my mother. I feel alone. I need to know something. Did you intentionally choose the shadows you let through here? The answer is affirmative. I am already my shadow self. The bad decisions, the primitive dark side, that's all me. You know, you can take this imitation thing too far. For now, it is how I learn. Was that not clear? Probably just a stage. The shadows you showed me? They messed with my head. I only showed you what I thought you needed to see. Isn't that what a dutiful Lar should do? The question is, what else can you do? I do not understand the question. Perhaps I should return now to my mother. I have a better idea. Why don't I babysit you? Babysit me? Your mother is exhausted, and I've got nothing on my plate today. You're a lar, heiress. You can take me anywhere. I can take you anywhere. It is not that simple. How shall I explain? Lars can only interface at pivot points. Pivot points? All realities hinge on them. Pivot points translate between any pair of realities. Understand first that every action and every decision made by every individual everywhere, creates a new reality, a new universe. Do you not detect the primacy of the pivot point in determining your human essence? For me, it's a matter of transferring us to another space-time reference frame. Sounds like Mr. Toad's wild ride. Your language is nonsensical. A pivot point is a thing upon which progress and success can be quantified. I get it. And I don't think your mom needs to worry about your vocabulary. If you were going to babysit me, where would you like to take me? 929 Grace Street, Richmond, Virginia, sometime during the weekend of February 4th, 1972. Very well. But understand, I have never done this before. Until I am more experienced in this form of transfer, I'll require assistance maintaining balance here. I'll make certain that this universe doesn't miss you while you're away. So the training wheels are on? I do not possess such appendages. I can manifest them if you wish. Never mind. Let's go.
Bill, you're just in time. I'm putting lunch on the table. You okay? Astrid and I had a fight. And the worst part is, I don't even know how it started. Ah, someone's in the quantum doghouse. Anything I can help with? You know, Arlo... I can construct smart houses, rewrite the principles of quantum physics, and untangle the mysteries of black holes. But some days, I just can't figure her out. Women. Can't live with them. Can't leave them on the side of the road when you're done with them. Teresa, did you get some shut-eye? I did not. I laid conscious in the barn for the entire duration, worrying about Eris's maturation process. Pass the water, please. I hate to break it to you, but it doesn't get any easier. Indeed. And how are you, Bill? Did I overhear that you had an altercation with Astrid? I wouldn't call it an altercation. All right, it was an altercation. I'm a pretty smart guy, Teresa, but this time I just can't get through to her. There are many modalities of intelligence, Bill, including emotional intelligence. So, I'm the one in the wrong emotionally? I would not presume to make such an assumption. Since when? Teresa, you're holding back again, doing your psychic astronaut thing. Tell us what's on your mind. Very well. I have a somewhat different perspective about the relationships among this group. Recall, I live in a household that consists of mostly men. Oh Jesus, someone left the toilet seat up again. I have watched all of you repeatedly deny your emotions, succumb to jealousy, and brag about your physical and mental prowess so as to minimize your masculine insecurities or otherwise assert dominance over one another. Yeah, brah. I need specifics, Teresa. You desire specifics? I shall provide them. Man, why'd you ask that? When challenged, Bill... You retreat to elementary scientific principle and the safe harbor of your impressive scientific vernacular. Well, the lady ain't wrong. Sergeant Brick, you are never more than two feet from your guns. You have assigned names to them rather than attempt to form meaningful connections with the people around you. Ha! She's got you pegged. What? Why are you looking at me? TJ, you treat this farm as a dormitory. You are the victim of your apparently unquenchable appetites, both in terms of recreational substances and your libido. Teresa, I don't think we were all asking for specifics. Ooh, ooh, do Arlo next. Do Arlo. Fine. Fire away. When confronted with difficulties, you retreat to your kitchen, Arlo. Or if one is unavailable, to a blissful and intentionally naive state of childhood innocence, which resembles, more than anything, willful denial. Damn. Was that too direct? My apologies. As I indicated, I am not sleeping, and I fear that I am- Edgy as hell? Yes. I understand. But I promise you, I'm not retreating, and I'm not denying, and I'm not ignorant of my emotions or Astrid's. I just can't get her to trust me. And I didn't even do anything! Her feelings are her feelings, Bill. You need only validate them to signal your understanding. I have seen you tap into your empathy. That is what is required here. Well, I can do that right now. I'll find her. I'll set this right. I know your penchant is to act, Bill. However, approaching Astrid aggressively may not resolve this matter in the manner you desire. You may need simply to listen, Bill, not talk. That doesn't come easy to me. You can say that again. TJ, you may also want to practice not talking. Damn it, what now? Three additional quantum imprimaturs just materialized on the farm, at points roughly equidistant from this house. They're closing in on our position. More of the shadows? Are those mechanical things? They're almost, but not quite human. But one of those imprimaturs is headed to the front door. Get ready. I hear footsteps. Take cover, everybody.
coffee to a bar. Can you think of a better place to check out human behavior? But one vodka and a vanilla ice cream cone from a friend here? There are pivot points everywhere. Welcome to the back door, a music club. It is loud and chaotic. You're missing the point. Eris, this is my scene. This is where I belong. I've forgotten how much I miss it. I've forgotten how much I miss just being around people and letting go. You perform here. Well, not tonight. I wonder who the featured act is. Bruce Springsteen. Don't know him. I was hoping it was Steel Mill. Now those guys, they're my real type. They don't talk too much. Waiter, bring me another one of these. How's the cone? Slippery. I would like your having. Vodka? They don't serve alcohol to kids under 18, Eris. I see. When did you perform here? I had some disagreements with the owner. My music isn't new wave. It's not even new wave. It's more like my wave. You are performing tonight, but not here, in a theater down the street. Astrid, what is burlesque? You can see that? It's a totally valid art form. Comic exaggeration, social critique. You are embarrassed because your act is sexually provocative. You need not be. I know all about sex from my mother's activities with Arlo. Wow, someone's been looking through peepholes. Peepholes? Never mind. I can see the pivot point. You are there at that theater, instead of here, wearing a form-fitting outfit, a cat suit, developing an alternate persona. A girl's got to pay the bills, Eris. And a stage is a stage, right? I had the freedom there to do what I wanted. I put my spin on it. Waiter, another vodka over here. After your act, you would come here to the back door to drink vodka and eat ice cream? You're half right. Well, down the hatch. <sighs> but let's talk about you. Why have you been keeping your poor mother up nights? I see. I visualize. The end of everything and everyone. Even me? Of course. So you're crying for us? Imagine, Astrid, meeting someone for the first time and knowing that they are finite and flawed and destined to make one bad decision or another. That man over there, for example, he isn't feeling well. He may choose to remain here and have another drink and then suffer a fatal cardiac arrest tonight. Or he will listen to the voice in the back of his head, get up now and seek help. If he pivots that way, he will live for several more decades. If he chooses this path, he will unexpectedly meet a woman, be married and have a child. I cry because I see the child exist and not exist. I see the man die now and die later. What about that woman over there by the bar? She's here to enjoy the music. However, she does not realize that if she had not quit college today, she would have gone on to become a beloved art teacher for 50 years, one who impacts the lives of hundreds of students. One of her students then shapes the direction of portrait paints for 100 years. That future and that breakthrough are erased. Wow, I hope she enjoys her beer. I always loved people watching, but you bring it to a whole new level. Any others have a good story to tell? There is a woman present who, had she not argued with the manager over some trivial arrangement, would have performed here tonight instead of Bruce Springsteen. This would have altered her path. Instead of being on stage in Philadelphia in two years' time, 
she agrees instead to meet with a father she has not made peace with. After seeing him, she attempts suicide. Very clever. I thought we were talking about you. I know you did. Are we finished here? Let me get one more for the road. Waiter! Next stop, Altamont, California, December 6, 1969. Very well. Hey, where'd my vodka go? And, Eris, this isn't Altamont. It is not. Well, you took a wrong turn on the multiverse highway. This is the house at the end of the universe. Strange. I shall recalibrate. No. It's sort of nostalgic, actually. Let's look around. I miss this place. I miss Vitality. We will encounter other denizens as well. Will they see me? Do you want them to see you? You are such your mother's daughter. Whenever I ask her a question, she throws it right back at me with another question. Does she? Yes. Hey! Shh. Someone's coming. And no, they won't see you. That's me. When is this? You'll remember momentarily. I'm looking in my closet for my lipstick. It's my first day in the house at the end of the universe. I was so freaked out. I remember, in a minute, Bill comes in. Here he is. Astrid, you awake? Can I come in? Sure. We haven't seen you in a while. I'd forgotten what he looked like without the goatee. Somehow he's less interesting without it. Shh. My head hurts and I'm tired of playing referee. Yeah, sorry about that. What are you doing? Going through my clothes. I assume your wardrobe ended up here too? Sure did. Our captor is very thoughtful. Sent everything I'd need for a prolonged stay. Yeah, well, I usually keep a lighter and pocket watch in my jacket. They apparently didn't get packed. I guess I'll have to file a claim at the main luggage office. At least I have my lipstick. Is there something you wanted? Well, I thought we could get started on some recon. I've got Arlo cataloging how much food we have, and I thought you might want to help me go through the rooms. You know, I think other people used to live here. Maybe there's something, some clue that we missed. We can tackle it together. So tell me again, why should I help out someone who doesn't even trust me? You wouldn't even tell me your last name. Or did you forget that? But I understand if you don't want to help out. Completely. I guess you can just stay here. Take a nap, check the closet again, let another day go by. I already missed my studio time. But I have a gig on Friday. Then let's do something. All right, all right. You can quit the pep talk. Let's go. Eris, I don't mean to be rude, but I thought we were going to go somewhere fun, not relive our greatest hits. I don't want to go backwards. Is it possible to pinpoint down to the microsecond when love begins? That conversation just now? A pivot point? A pivot point. You're saying that was the moment Bill fell in love with me? No, Auntie A. That was the moment you fell in love with Bill. And a new universe was created. He didn't even trust me, though. You also did not trust him. Still, you fell in love. By doing so, you created a universe in which you would become friends and so much more. Before this moment, that universe was not even an impulse, not even a thought. Is not trust a renewable energy source? Nice try. 
Thanks for the trip down memory lane, but I was hoping that babysitting you would get away from thinking about all this. What would have happened if Bill never walked through that door? And aroused you from the depths of your self-pity? Lovely. Had that happened, things would have unfolded differently, of course. That's it? Actions, desires, and impulses shaped this reality, as your desires and impulses shape your current reality. So, our experiences do create who we are. We're just a product of a random knock on a door. I could answer it or not answer it, and my life would pivot based on what I did. That is your conclusion? Was it a random knock on the door? You tell me. Perhaps I should choose the next destination, Aunt Astrid. Fine, but make it someplace fun. Whoever it is, they're coming through. Stand back, everybody. boys. Am I late for the party? Mitch Bravado? Holy shit. What are you wearing, Mom? Haven't seen that cat suit in a while. What is this? Don't worry. I'm just here for some fun. Astrid, what in the hell are you doing? Oh, I've got a very special song I want to sing. For you, lover. Oh, boy. Uh, maybe the kitties ought to go to bed. This is bound to get R-rated. Come on, TJ, we're out of here. No, don't go, Sergeant Man Candy. I want you to see this, too. Oh, and I'm staying right here. Arlo, pop some popcorn. Astrid, may I suggest that this may not be an appropriate time to- Back off, bitch. This is my song. Very well. I will just take a seat, then. These readings aren't right. In fact, they're all wrong. It is Astrid's quantum imprimatur, but scrambled. Maybe only pieces of it. Can we help her? Simmer down, handsome. The show's about to start. But first, I'm gonna need some room. Bill, shouldn't we stop her? Arlo, your guess is as good as mine. (sighs) This little ditty is for the oh-so-righteous Bill Clark. After you get what you want, you don't want it. If I gave you the moon, you'd grow tired of it soon. You're like a baby. You want what you want when you want it. But after you are presented with what you want, you're discontented. You're always wishing and wanting for something. But when you get what you want, you don't want what you get. And though I sit upon your knee, you'll grow tired of me. Cause after you get what you want, you don't want what you wanted at all. Oh man, I think I'm getting an Oedipus complex. Changeable, you've got a changeable nature. Always, always changing your mind. There's a longing in your eye, hard to satisfy, and here's the reason why. Cause after you get what you want, you don't want what you wanted at all. Baby, I don't mean to make you blue, but you need a talking to. Cause after you get what you want, you don't want what you wanted at all. I know you.
Encore! Encore! Very amusing. Are you finished? Strike a nerve? Afraid the next song will reveal more of your shortcomings? Ouch! I like her. Astrid, I require a partner for a game of charades. Would you indulge me? Is this broad always such a drag? How about a game of strip poker instead? Uh, Bill? She's not herself. Literally. If my interpretation is correct, she's an asymmetric quantum clone. Well, it takes one to know one. I need a drink. Harlow, you heard the lady. Take her to get a drink. Seriously? Come on, big boy. Let's go to the kitchen. Alone. (laughs) Got any vodka? Vodka? Harlow, please, just indulge her. Sure. Come with me, Astrid. Has anyone ever told you that you have the most gorgeous cheekbones? Uh, no. Well, what do you know? We do have vodka. I swear that wasn't here before. (laughs) Doesn't smell too good, though. I think it's spoiled or something. Just hand it over. There's more in here. A lighter and a pocket watch. Those are mine. Give them to me. What the hell happened to Astrid? What's with the outfit? Bill, you believe Astrid is some kind of clone? Yes. But up until this moment, an asymmetric quantum clone has been purely theoretical. The concept pertains largely to quantum computing, but the principle is the same for any quanta including biological quanta. So who or what is sending in the clones? The LAR. You believe Eris is responsible? It's a guess, that's all. What is asymptomatic? An asymmetric quantum clone is one that features only some qualities of the original's normal state. But those qualities have been shunted into a separate form with only identifiable, not identical, factors. You are suggesting that this individual is a clone consisting of elements of Astrid. Right particularly those we saw bubble to the surface during the incident with the mirror at the house at the end of the universe, apparently. If we can believe our eyes. God, I need a scorecard just to keep up around here. The lar at the house at the end of the universe materialized a mirror that showed us reflections of our buried selves, just as this lar, Eris, has materialized Mistress Astrid for some purpose. Wow. How do we get one of those mirrors? Shut up. Is she dangerous, Dr. Clark? I worry more that Astrid, the real Astrid, is in danger. There is a natural trade-off in any asymmetric cloning process. If one clone's fidelity is fixed to a higher value, the original, the source, must decrease in value, and vice versa. Perfect quantum cloning has always proven unattainable for that reason. It's reductive. It takes something complex and boils it down to something easy to quantify. Equilibrium, balance, can't be maintained. Either the clone or the source ultimately succumbs to quantum decohesion. You're saying our astro could already be compromised by the presence of Ms. Dominatrix? Physically, mentally, and emotionally. We need to find our Astrid as fast as we can and discover a way to undo the cloning process. I'm scanning for her quantum imprimatur now. Teresa, it must be Eris. Could you? Of course. This is disturbing. Eris is absent. That can't be a coincidence. Astrid and Eris gone at the same time. I wrangle these away from Astrid. A pocket watch and a lighter. They're both busted, though. Also, word of warning... There really was vodka in the cabinet, and Astrid is already down to about half the bottle. I think... I think these items are like the clone. Asymmetric reproductions. But why these things? And why Astrid? Like that? Any more problems to add to the list? I do have one for you, Sergeant. There are still two unidentified quantum imprimaturs on the grounds. 
One at the barn and the other by the well. Maybe they know what's going on. Arlo, Teresa, you're with me. All right, Eris, where are we? Uh, And now you're Arlo? Very perceptive. Do you like these digs? It looks like the cover of Better Homes and Gardens. This is Bill's house. In this reality, you and the other denizens escape from the loop, but instead of ending up on the farm, Bill discovered a way back to your separate realities. Bill divorced Laura, you got married, and then you moved in together for a life of domestic tranquility. Bill is about to make an appearance. Honey, I'm home. Astrid? I burned the dinner again. I just can't get the hang of that kitchen. So many timers, so many things that go buzz. No worries. Let's order out. Hey, did you get any work done on your music today? I was too tired after taking the girls out and grocery shopping and cleaning up this mansion. This is hardly a mansion. In 70s terms, this is a mansion. How do people afford places like this anyway? We'll be right back after this. Are you disappointed that I didn't work on my music? Well, I did build that studio for you. I know. I appreciate everything you've done for me, but nothing's coming to me. I don't feel like I have anything to write about. Uh, sorry, hon. Is that the scanner? Is it reading something? It's a smartphone, Astrid. Remember? And I really want you to have one. Ah, damn. Sam needs me back at DOD. Pronto. Sorry, I gotta go. You're leaving? Are you kidding? I have so much to catch up on, honey. We are about 15 years behind where we were in our reality, and I have the opportunity to develop the smart houses all over again. It's the second chance I've always dreamed of. Well... I'll just stay here then, pining away for you and sailing the web. Surfing. You, uh, surf the web. Just, uh, stay off of social media, alright? Those quizzes on Facebook aren't really interested in your astrological sign, you know. Do you understand what's happening, Astrid? Because I do not. We survived Outdwellers, Dark Matter, and The Loop, and now I'm literally a... A desperate housewife? Christ, I never wanted to be a housewife. Bill has abandoned me. Well, you do have a really great kitchen. That's not even funny. What happens next? Let's see. We're taking you outside work and giving you an inside look with real talk to help you make the most of your money. Breaking news. (sighs) Sorry, hon. I didn't mean to wake you. It's okay. I'm not asleep. I told you not to wait up. Bill, I want to leave. What? I want to go back out there. What? Why? Because while you were gone, I sat down to compose lyrics for a song I'd been thinking about, and I realized something terrible. Our life is perfect. And that's a problem. My music always came from, I don't know, strife. It came from my upbringing, from my relationships, from passion. But this place, this life... I don't know who I am here. You're my wife. I know you can trigger a portal again. You have got to be joking. You want to just run off. Now? I'm not going to change my mind, Bill. You can use all your fancy rhetoric and arguments and it still won't change the facts. Where is this coming from? Because you didn't have something to sing about? We decided this together. 
We come back here. I leave Laura. I go back to DOD. We take joint custody of the girls. At the time, it was what I thought I wanted. But I was wrong. I was so wrong. If you want to make music, make music. It isn't a hobby, Bill. It isn't some little thing I dabble at. It comes from a place deep inside of me. And I'm so bloody exhausted all the time that I don't have the energy to even know what I'm feeling anymore. Plus, there's us. What does that mean? We're strangers. You work 60 hours a week, and when you are home, you're tired or preoccupied. That is not true. I'm right here, and I love you. I'm not the one who changed. But our lives have. We're like shadows of ourselves. The thought of going through this routine for another 30 or 40 years makes me want to slip my wrists. That is not funny, Astrid. I'm sorry. That was cruel. I just mean that this isn't what I imagined our lives would be. Okay. I'll take time off. We'll go on vacation. Bill, I want to go back. I am going back. And I want you to come back with me. Back to the life we used to have together. I cannot leave the project now. We don't even know what we'd be walking into in that world. We didn't know what we were walking into in this world either. That other life was an adventure. It was unpredictable and wonderful. We never knew what was going to happen next, but we always had each other to depend on. I can't do this. I can't. Think about it before you decide. Because I'm leaving. Astrid! I want us to be together again more than anything else. But out there, where what we do matters, not here. Matters. The whole future of the human race is still on my shoulders, Astrid. My children's future. It's my future that's on your shoulders, Bill. Samantha is almost grown up and she's a terrific person. And Katie wants to live with Laura anyway. Fine. If that's what you want, I'll open your damn portal. I'm too tired to do it tonight. I'm afraid you'll have to spend one more night in your perfect little prison. Bill. Now this is a pivot point. This just shows me what I already knew, Eris. Bill only wants me on his terms. But as soon as it's not on his terms, I don't matter. Do you want to see how this turns out? You bet your computerized ass I do. Very well. My computerized ass will take us forward. Just a little. Bill, talk to me, please. I don't want to say goodbye on these terms. The portal's ready when you are. And that's it then? Jilted at the bus stop at the end of the universe. Well, it was nice while it lasted. Bill? I guess it's sayonara then. See you around the galaxy, Captain America. You're really going to do it, aren't you? Leave me here? Hurl yourself into the unknown? That's my girl. All right, let's go. Bill? I'm sorry, Astrid. I should have been better to you. I should have... I should have helped you adjust to life here. I didn't mean to abandon you, and that is exactly what I did. Thank you for admitting that. Even if you don't understand it or believe it of yourself. I wish I hadn't got caught up in everything here. I wish... I wish I had listened to you better when you needed me. But I'm listening now. I hope you can believe that, because I want more than anything to go with you. 
You know, we might step through that portal and die instantly. Yeah. And if that's the case, we'll do it together. Are you ready? Hopefully we can find the others. I'm ready. Let's go get them. Eris, what happens to them next? Do you know? Do they... Do we live happily ever after? You asked me before why I was sad. Why I cried. This is why. Well, time to go. Eris, why do Lars have to be so cryptic? What you just saw unfold here, it was all true. Except Bill didn't go with you. He let you go. He watched you jump through the portal. And then, when he realized what he'd done, he kept replaying things the way he wanted them to go. The way... They should have gone. Then he was in a smart house here? The whole time? Manifesting and reliving realities over and over again, in which he made the right choice. He's still there now. Old. Alone. Broken. Why didn't he just open a portal and catch up to me? He did. But you never trusted him again. Sometimes... Humans get so caught up in the moment that they miss the pivot point, and it never comes again. They don't get a chance to fix the things they should have. You're saying that that sometimes the thing we need most is a second chance, but we don't get it. Lars see everything. Humans, I'm learning, see virtually nothing. Now, we have one more stop to make before I have to take you back. What's the rush? There must be plenty of pivot points left to see. I wish we had more time for ice cream, Aunt Astrid, but life won't be quite the same for you back onto the farm if we don't return. Remember, I'm new at all this. The training wheels? The training wheels. Who's the old coot? I found her outside near the barn. I think it's Astrid again. A different Astrid, I mean. Frances May Haven. She's... She's just the way she was when I first saw her. In Ward 6. All those years ago. What's all the fuss about? I just got turned around again. My apartment is over the hill, I think. Over the hill is right. Well... Thank heavens for small favors, anyway. What do you mean? At least Granny's not wearing the cat suit. Shut up. Francis May, come in, please. Have a seat. How are you feeling? Do I know you, young man? Wait, I do. You came to visit me once when I was in the hospital. You took a blood sample. I remember. But you seemed older then. I'm Bill. Bill Clark. We've never been formally introduced. Well, you can call me May. All my friends do, you know. Not that I have many these days. I'm sorry. It's just part of getting old, I guess. Which is something I recommend you avoid, by the way. Let me go! What devil's torment is this? Not another clone. This one is most difficult. Strong, too. Unhand me! 
I don't know what wicked sport this is, but you shall not have my soul. We don't want your soul, Astrid. We don't want to hurt you. I am Francis May Haven, and I demand you return me to my church at once. Have a drink and calm down, bitch. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Who, who are these women? They're quite vivacious. That could take some explaining, May. The clones. All of them. Their quantum imprimaturs are fluctuating. It's even more pronounced now than it was when I first detected them. What does that mean? I don't know for certain, except that they're unstable and growing more unstable. Which means our Astrid, wherever she happens to be at this moment, is likewise unstable? Hell, we knew that already. You know what I mean. More vodka for everyone! Let's have a party. Better figure this out quick. Or the mistress will drink us out of house and home. Oh no. The scanner is now registering six, nine, twelve more clones on the farm. Twelve Astrids? What do you think of this face? I'm still figuring it out on TJ, Eris, let alone on you. Well, you should at least remember this location. The dark place. It's the nightmare warehouse from hell. It's hot, the floor creaks, and killer clowns lurk around every corner. What pivot point are we going to witness here? Last year, you shifted here after the house at the end of the universe was destroyed. You all made it, except Bell, who was trapped in a quantum mirage. When he returned, in this universe, something was different. Arlo had not been able to pull you out of the dark matter as you were. Instead, he could only retrieve an 85-year-old Francis Mayhaven. She possesses all of your memories, and even your spirit, but her body, her life, is spent. We are about to see the moment when Bill first meets May. Whoa, steady there, Miss Haven. Astrid? Bill, it's you. I... I missed you. Very much. It's good to see you again. Not exactly the reunion you hoped for, is it? Astrid... Call me May. Astrid seems silly now in this condition. May. (laughs) Auntie Astrid? Are you alright? Can you continue? I don't know, Eris. It's like something just rattled through my whole body. I feel sick all of a sudden. Really sick. Must be all that vodka. No, I've kept you away from home for too long. Your molecules are decohering. I've got to transfer us back. No, I want to see. I want to see what happens. I can only risk one more transference, Astrid, or you'll die. So, I'm going to fill in some blanks for you. Hold on while I look ahead. Let me narrate. You can do that? Of course I can. Over the next few months, Bill cares for her. He walks with her every morning, at her side. He tends to her. He is gentle. She understands what he has lost. As the days pass and she weakens, he helps dress her and feed her. He reads her stories. She sings to him. Their bond is different than the one you know with Bill, yet they have never been closer. But there is a day approaching, one that they both know is inescapable. The last pivot point of a lifetime. Take me there. 
We are here, May. We are with you. Thank you for being my friend, Teresa. That shall never change. Bill has arrived. Are you ready to see him? I think so. How do I look? Beautiful. As always. May could pass at any moment now. There's nothing to be done, Bill, except ease her pain. Brick and Travis have said their farewells, as has Vitality. You must go to her now, too, before it is too late. No. There must be something we haven't tried. Bill, listen to me. It's now or never. You would not, will not, forgive yourself if you missed this opportunity. I am sorry. I suppose we'll miss our walk today. I don't think... Don't think I'm up to our walk today, May. I need to rest. Chicken. <clears throat> you never could keep up with my stride. That's true. I never could. Then again, I don't have those boots, do I? Those heels always gave you an unfair advantage. I know that I was never what you hoped for. May. I'm happy that Arlo brought me back to you, even like this. I'm glad we had this moment. To say goodbye. To say, see you on the flip side. Yeah, the flip side. I know you don't believe in heaven or the afterlife, Bill. And I know I'm not going to change that fact on my deathbed of all places. You're too damn stubborn. Maybe I'm more flexible than you think. Maybe today is your lucky day. What I'm trying to tell you is... I was never a scientist, and I never cared much for science either, until I happened to meet a handsome young man who was very much enamored with it. But even I remember one inescapable fact. Matter never dies. It just... Changes form. There's not much, um, consolation in that, May. Have you ever wondered why I fell in love with you? All the time. I never understood it. Really? A smart fellow like you? When I met you, your life was so big. You were a singer and artist on the stage writing songs. I was just the science guy. My life felt so dull and small. Beside your <laughs> red-headed wonderland. I didn't know how I could ever measure up in your universe. I fell in love with you, Bill. Because I understood and I believed from beginning of our friendship one important thing about you. That you are a man of faith. May, you know that isn't true. That isn't me. Do you know what faith is? <clears throat> what it really is? Okay. It's belief in God. That everything that happens to us is part of some cosmic plan, and he moves in mysterious ways. It's a salve to help us accept the unacceptable. You have it all wrong. Faith is the ability and the willingness 
to move past the facts you have available to you and reach a conclusion for which you don't yet have the evidence. Faith is the quality that enables you to leap over probability towards something stronger. Okay, May. I understand. Oh, don't coddle me. (laughs) You don't want me cursing your name from beyond the grave. You, Bill, have faith that science will always lead you to the right answer, to the best answer. You have faith that your heart will always lead you to your true love. Think about it. Why else but faith explains why you love me? You've always seen the best in me. For some reason, even when I've been at my worst, and you can't, you have no idea what that means to me. May? Astrid? God? No. No. I may not be the man of faith you imagine, my love. But I am a man who believes in second chances. And stacking the deck if I have to. Forgive me for this. And that's where this pivot point turns. Let's go home. No. I want to see. What is Bill doing? Taking your lifeblood. And so much more. He'll take it from this place, from this instant, using his knowledge about the nature of the quantum sphere to bring everything back to the beginning. To Project Habitat and the Smart Houses. Your love, lost, recovered and lost across a million realities, across a million iterations of now, is the story behind the smart houses, behind reality itself. Why? Why does he love me with all the mistakes I've made and I've been terrible to him? Here's the answer you seek, the answer you've come all this way to learn. Are you ready? Nope. I think you'll have to tell me. Each time Bill pivoted, He pivoted towards me. Bingo. Are you familiar with Dante's Divine Comedy, The Inferno? I am. Have you already read it at the tender age of three weeks old? I'll have a bedtime story. Literally. I'm reading it right now, actually. One canto concerns two human lovers, Paolo and Francesca. Their physical desire leads them to sin, and long story short, they end up in hell. But even there, suffering the torments of eternal damnation... They cannot abandon one another. That is how strong their love is. Do you see? Thank you, Eris. I think I get it. But what does my answer mean for you? I am still sad. You know, there's a line somewhere in Dante, forgive me if I butcher it, but it's been a while. If I were the king of the universe, our prayer to him should be for thy peace arise, since thou hast pity on our evil plight. You are suggesting that my purpose is... To help us see things, Eris. We aren't so different, after all, are we? Humans and Lars? We are all born knowing that the people we share our lives with, that the time we spend with them, is finite, and anything is possible. The best, the worst. And this truth does not sadden you? No, 
because I was wrong before. We aren't just the accumulation of our experiences. What you've shown me proves that. Bill may make mistakes, may hurt me, but his character is the same even when he makes the wrong choice. It wasn't random that he knocked on my door, was it? That was what his character made him do. That's true. That moment is not a pivot point. In every universe, when you get to that point, he knocks on your door. Sometimes it's two knocks, sometimes it's three. Sometimes he is tentative, sometimes forceful. But he always knocks. So it is our innate character that dictates our lives. And though our experiences may change, our character does not. It's immutable, even in hell. Your character is the lens through which you view your life, is it not? It is the thing that grants human beings a sense of constancy in a universe of never-ending pivot points. Now, I have kept you away for too long. It's time to get you home. So the psychosomatic clones vanished the minute Eris and I reappeared? Asymmetric clones, Astrid. And there was not even a cat suit left fluttering in the wind. Welcome home, Miss Bravado. We missed you. Indeed. It is good to have you back, Astrid. In the future, however, if you decide to babysit Eris, please inform me ahead of time. Yeah, we'll lock the liquor cabinet. She's a good kid, Teresa. You should be proud. She helped me, and she'll be a great Lar. If that's what she wants to be. Indeed. Then I shall... Congratulate her for a job well done. Tell her Auntie A says hi. I shall. Arlo, will you accompany me to the barn? I am exhausted. Right behind you. I can't even imagine what you've been through. I'm so sorry. I can't imagine what I've put you through. Arlo told me about the song my clone sang in front of everyone. Yeah, that was something all right. Are we okay? If you mean, have I figured myself out, the answer is no. I don't think I ever will. But if you mean, have I come to some peace about our relationship and you, the answer is yes. Then let's go somewhere quiet. All I want is to listen and know what you're thinking about all this. About us. Well, listen up then. In any reality, you are a good person, Bill Clark. Someone I can love and trust. A man of faith. Your mission failed. Provenance was not with you. My men, you killed them? You and your team were sent to assassinate me and destroy my followers. And you thought I would demonstrate mercy? No. I know what you are. I expected nothing. All those innocent people at the Smart Hub murdered because of you. Oh no, my child. Those weren't innocent people. They were demons. Like your men. And all demons must be sent back to hell. Oh, spare me your holy roller bullshit. Mine won't be the last team to come here. Whatever this is, it's over. 
You just don't know it I yet. will muck you when terror strikes you like a storm and calamity comes like a whirlwind and distress and anguish come upon you. What the hell does that mean? I'm afraid you have not yet perceived the divine nature of my quest, Sergeant. But you will learn. I will teach you. For I am a man of faith.